0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A federal ethics probe has concluded that former Secretary of the Interior and Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke misled an internal ethics watchdog during a probe into the department's decision not to act on a gaming application from two Native American tribes. The probe Instigated in 2017 during the Trump administration and released Wednesday by investigators working under Trump-appointed Interior Secretary Inspector General Mark Greenblatt said Zinke and his then chief of staff made statements to investigators, quote, with the overall intent to mislead them, violating their duty of candor. The probe came after a joint application by two New England tribes to open a casino on non-tribal land in Connecticut, a move that would require Interiors approval under the Indian Gaming Regulatory Act. In 2018, Politico reported the department intended to approve the application, but then reversed course on the eve of the deadline after a concerted lobbying effort by casino giant MGM Resorts International against the project. The probe's report found that Zinke misrepresented meetings leading up to his decision on the application for that new gaming contract, including lobbyists, consultants, and the former U.S. Senator Dean Heller, a Republican from Nevada, all of whom urged the secretary against approving the proposal. MGM was pursuing its own casino in Massachusetts and lobbyists for the company expressed concerns in emails that federal approval of a tribal-owned off-reservation casino, even in Connecticut, would be an unwelcome precedent. Quote, during his first interview with the Office of the Inspector General, Secretary Zinke stated he had not spoken about the specifics of the tribe's amendments with casino lobbyists. Extensive evidence, however, showed that a lobbyist engaged a consultant specifically to convey MGM concerns about approving the tribe's amendment to Secretary Zinke, and that lobbyists spoke to Secretary Zinke directly about MGM's position on multiple occasions, including the day before the Department of Interior issued its letters in September of 2017. Zinke, of course, resigned from the Trump administration in January of 2019 while this and several other ethics probes were underway. In February, the Interior Department's Inspector General released a separate report that found Zinke similarly misled investigators about his role in a whitefish land deal while Secretary of the Interior. The Lake County Health Department and CSKT Tribal Health Department on Wednesday have confirmed that a single probable case of monkeypox virus is now in Lake County. According to the Health Department, initial testing was completed Wednesday at the Montana State Public Health Laboratory, and confirmation testing will occur next week with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. County and CSKT officials said they're working together to identify individuals who may have been in contact with the patient, an adult male, while he was infectious. Both agencies are working together, performing contact tracing, and will communicate with the individuals identified as a close contact. The patient did not require hospitalization and is isolating at home. To protect patient confidentiality, no further details relating to the patient will be released. Montana reported its first case of monkeypox earlier this month in Flathead County. According to the Lake County Health Department, symptoms of monkeypox can include fever, headache, muscle aches and backache, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion, and a rash that can look like pimples or blisters, that appear on the face, inside the mouth, or other parts of the body. The illness typically lasts two to four weeks. Most people get better on their own without treatment. At times, monkeypox can cause scarring from sores, the development of secondary infections such as pneumonia or other complications. The virus does not easily spread between people with casual contact. Transmission can occur through contact with infectious spores and bodily fluids, contaminated items such as clothing or bedding, or through respiratory droplets associated with prolonged face-to-face contact. A former Speaker of the Montana House, who is now a state senator, told a Yellowstone County District Court that a trio of voting laws passed by the 2021 legislature may indeed disfranchise voters, but eventually those voters will adapt to the changes. Senator Greg Hurt's testimony came as part of a trial that has now been going on for almost two weeks and is challenging three bills as unconstitutional. In a trial where so many actions of the Republican-led legislature are being questioned it isn't just the laws that are under scrutiny, but the lawmakers' motives themselves. On Tuesday, Representative Geraldine Custer from Foresight told the court that part of the emphasis for passing the laws was a fear that more youth voters and nonprofit organizations would generally tend to support liberal candidates, and the measures were seen as a way to push back against that. Hertz testified that he had not received any concerns about Election Day voting or voter fraud from his constituents. He said he had not contacted any voters or talked to any election officials beyond his district. Hertz said he was aware of no data that suggested Montana residents wanted Election Day changed, nor did he hear any reported problems with ballot collections or fraudulent identification. He said his support of the law was based on my own personal feelings. Quote, but you don't have any facts or data that Montana voters lack confidence in election integrity. The question came from Matt Gordon, an attorney for several of the plaintiff's groups. Just my feelings, Hertz said. Attorney Riley Summers Flanagan, another attorney for the plaintiff, asked about disenfranchising voters. He said, I'm not sure it'll disenfranchise voters, but it's a possibility. But once they understand the law, they'll adjust their behavior and do what they need in order to vote. Question. How many voters is tolerable disenfranchisement for the purposes of Administrative Eve? The lawyer asked. Hertz answered, I don't have a number. Montana Districting and Reapportions Commission members will be kicking off their month-long series of public hearings at the University of Montana campus on Friday. But commissioners have already sparked intense debate over new legislative maps with the Voting Rights Act front and center. On Monday, Republican Commissioner Dan Stusick tweeted excitement over the months to come albeit as an intro to ask local news editorial boards to cool it with the criticism of Republican maps and to check out proposals from Democrats. Democratic Commissioner Kendra Miller fired back, quote, Are you expecting a lot of criticism of your extremely partisan gerrymanders that violate the Montana Constitution and dilute native voting power? Miller asked in her own tweet, quoting Stusick. The exchange demonstrates the dispute between Republicans and Democrats on the commission that was on full display on August 2nd when each of the commissioners presented maps dividing the state into legislative districts. The commission is made up of two Democrats, two Republicans, and a nonpartisan chair selected by the Montana Supreme Court. It's drawn up every 10 years to make congressional and legislative maps based on census data. The commission determined the new congressional district map last fall. Brennan Center for Justice researcher Peter Miller says that the Republican maps presented do not comply with the Voting Rights Act, a requirement outlined, among other places, the Montana Code annotated. Miller said that the Voting Rights Act primarily concerns the six percent native population in the state. It is more compact, as opposed to the four percent Latino population, which is spread out more over the state. For example, Miller pulled up Republican Commissioner Jeff Esmond's map proposal, HDP one. In that map there are six Native American majority house districts, but They are drawn into fewer Senate districts. Quote, one concern is that maybe, sure, we'll give you six House districts that have native majorities, but are you going to have any representation in the state Senate? He said there would be grounds for litigation because of the lack of representation in the Senate chamber. He compared Essman's map to Commissioner Joe Lamson's proposed map, HDP-2, which he said could end up with both six Native American House seats, but also three Senate seats. Lamson is a Democrat. If the final map misses the mark, it could end up in federal court. The Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission on Thursday approved the purchase of 5,677 acres in the foothills of the big snowy mountains north of Rygate. The measure now goes to the State Land Board for approval. Hailed by public access proponents and Commissioner Brian Siebel, who called it a jewel, the property provides access to additional federal lands as well. The land is being sold by Chaudière Children's Hospital, based in Helena, for $8.22 million. The property was donated to the nonprofit by the Forrest Allen estate. The National Park Service has announced $2.1 million in grants to nine Native American tribes and 20 museums and institutions, including the University of Montana, to support consultation, documentation, and repatriation of ancestral remains and cultural items. UM received just under $100,000 for the program. Dave Kuntz, director of strategic communications for the school, said UM plans to hire a repatriation coordinator whose full-time job will be to work with tribes to return items of significance. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB db webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, Rycast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.